You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to GCR.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Charlie, <laughs> Monday, you are going back to school, right? Yeah, but we finish on Wednesday. I'm so happy. Ah, I think like you are done, done. No, when I keep on saying that, people keep on thinking I mean that. No, I mean we are breaking for like our Easter break. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. on Thursday you'll be free. Yeah. Charlie, you we have to schedule to go to town. Me and you and a couple of friends. Go and jump. We we'll see what will happen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. If you are hearing any sound in there, Maya is having smoothies, so don't blame me. Um. Guys, I'm trying yeah. to be healthy. I'm trying to be healthy for more. You don't understand, like. So I've been because of school. I've been eating not bad, but like I've not been eating like the way I used to eat. So like I was like, nah, Easter is coming. Summer too is coming, so I need to get my summer body right. So hey, <laughs> I went to buy coconuts. I went to buy coconuts, right? And I've been using like coconuts as my base and been making smoothies for like the oh, past okay. like five days and i've already lost like half an inch on my waist guys i've only wow. been eating smoothies and proteins so when i mean proteins really? i mean like either fish or chicken and then wow. when i mean my smoothies like i mix smoothies and the fish or chicken i don't add anything i just like eat it like that and i've, I've lost like i've lost two kg in five days and then i've also um yeah i've also been eating my smoothies so guys if you're looking for a quick remedy to losing weight in like a week smoothies are your way to go thank you but uh, please i'm not advising it so please let me put a disclaimer please <laughs> <laughs> everybody and everybody and what they can handle um me my week has been very normal i've been off the whole week basically doing nothing <laughs> yeah just because because of my birthday my employers decided to give me a day off um yeah, it's it's only it's only it's only when you're working with white people that they tell you to rest. <laughs> yeah, because of my birthday, I got a day off, and um, I've been not a day. It became a week, and I've been just basically resting, doing nothing. And yeah, we are recording this on Sunday. I'm refreshed, and I'm using this opportunity to thank my sweet one for the gift she got me on my birthday. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I know she's going to listen to this, but I wasn't expecting what you actually got for me, but yeah. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four pass. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. Um, I'm here as usual with Maya. Um, we are going to get straight into the first segment of the episode this time i'm going to start with tweet of the day um that's our first segment tweet of the day is a tweet from a clear tinted a clear tinted i'm going to make you listen to this 
I owe her a t-shirt actually and she <laughs> for like almost a year I've been giving <laughs> <laughs> excuses yeah and I'm I'm giving excuses and I actually using her tweet so it could be today if you hear this I'm very sorry I'll get your t-shirt <laughs> please don't be angry with me but yeah um it, it was a tweet it was a quoted tweet and I'm I'm going to read the um, first tweet and then I'll read Ikea Tinted Ikea B Tinted quotes. So here goes. So the main tweet is by Mr. Day. And it says Oh, is it wow. Okay, so it's a th- it's actually a, a tweet tweet. So I'm going to start from the initial tweet. Oh, oh <laughs> the initial tweet is so that our listeners understand where I'm coming from. So the initial tweet is by, is by first doctor. Put your kids in schools you can afford because expensive schools don't necessarily guarantee good results. Uh... And then and then Mr. Dare comes with a quote saying, but expensive schools will put them in the same classrooms with rich kids and expand their networks. Brighter future if you ask me. And then I think that's where our tweet of the week comes in. Ikea B20 says... If you are an average earner, please don't break your bank sending your kids to an expensive school. Not worth it. Also, classism in expensive schools will drive your children to a very unhealthy start in life. I guess with whatever is happening in our news these days, this is kind of like a relatable tweet that we can talk about. I don't know if Maya, you agree with what Ikea said about um, classism driving kids to an unhealthy start in life i think to an extent well not an unhealthy start i think that's pushing it <laughs> auntie please you're pushing it a little bit i mean we can agree to disagree i think like that's pushing it just a little bit um i think it's not it's not good on a child's mental health definitely but i think it's also how again i'm not a parent and i obviously cannot speak on parenting like I'm not the resident expert on parenting, but I think based no, off of how we're well, well, parents, I mean, they can give the advice without, True. you know, people looking at them sideways. But I'm looking at it from how my parents brought me up and how I see other people's parents bringing them up. And if obviously your parents are not like the richest of the richest, but they put you in a school which opens you up to these different people, is how you train your children up from the get go in terms of the things they can have, the things they cannot have, exposing them to like the type of opportunities that are available to them at a young age with regards to your pockets as well. Because if you keep on forcing your child, if you keep on giving your child everything they want and then you then put them in a rich school, which means that they are already used to having everything they want. I'm just thinking of if I was a child. Like, I don't understand why mommy and daddy will not give me a driver to take to school because like all my friends are having other like i have drivers that kind of thing so i think it really depends on how i personally think it depends on how you started raising your child and how the interactions you have with your child like as they are going to school and you know trying to like have a good relationship with your child i mean i agree with her to an extent but i don't think it's going to open what does she say an unhealthy start in life because i have yeah because i have friends who went to like rich schools and their parents were average earners and i think they're the most down-to-earth people ever like it really depends on your child it really depends 
on their environment and it just depends on a lot of factors so i don't think that's like the big like that's like wasn't in the end all to end all like what she's saying is the end all to end all. i think like it happens in some situations in the same way my um opinion happens in other situations as well so i just feel like if you if you can afford to take your child to a school that they would get a lot of opportunities opportunities from not just you know having rich friends but also you know having um good education and stuff like that take your child there an average earner can still t- take their child to an expensive school and still make ends meet in my opinion in ghana true. you understand yeah, yeah unless what you mean like an elite school like because i'm not shading lincoln people but like lincoln is pretty expensive like that's elite but if you're taking your child to like other expensive schools i think an average earner can make it work mm, okay um yeah what i was going to say in relation to the tweet is i cannot get where um aki is coming from um i think that starting them her, her quote with the fact that if you're an average earner and you feel like probably an expensive school is going to really break your back it's best not taking your kids because i i think that she is coming from the the point where you being an average earner means that a lot of your funds or your work is going to go into your kids' education. So you wouldn't have yeah. extra funds to handle other things that your kids yes. might need. Yeah. And like in today's world, honestly, even when I was growing up, there were certain things that some kids will talk about that I didn't have. And yeah. I think that our time was different because um honestly you wouldn't even dare go ask your dad why he didn't have this. Yeah. That was a different era. Now kids are more prone to asking their parents for stuff, and why their parents don't get them certain stuff. Like kids coming to you because one kid in school said they had something bought for them, and asking yeah. you to get it for them, and you not being able to get it for them. It's some way as a parent you get it, and yeah. the fact that your kid will be teased for not getting something because charlie kids are kids let's get it straight like they are not (laughs) adults who can like assimilate information and be like this is not right even with us when we are kids we did certain things that growing up we realized we're not really really right so i cannot get where ikria is coming from like if you're an average and i just take your kids to average schools and honestly, like Charlie, the thing about the networking, the kid we networking they go do Ankasa. Like I think okay, personally, I think it really depends. I think it really, really depends on again the school he's going to because speaking off of what I have experienced or what I have seen, I think like the networking, especially if they like they have like they start to have like friends like from a certain age like maybe 15 going and they start like building like good friendships or not even friendships but like good acquaintances like mm-hmm. really truly common it can help like i have seen people who have been able to like get good working jobs not just in the country but outside the country i've seen a lot of people being able to like work together to get funding work together to get to so, make, like, so then really they are speaking jobs. from like high school going yeah definitely that makes sense no, but even no, but no, what I'm saying is, even though I'm speaking from high school, going most of the schools that I'm referring to, they started from like nursery or like class one. Do you understand? Okay. So okay. even if it's not even you, the kid themselves, like based of the parents, like 
having interactions together like even my, even me that's why i went to like when i was like young like in class one it wasn't like the most expensive school but then obviously like the friends that my mom was able to get based off of my my, my classmates or my friends have impacted her positively do you understand so you. it's not even like about the children not being like at a young age not being able to network but it's also about the parents going to pt like it, it really 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 depends like as i said like a, a child cannot network like maybe they're in class one or class six but mm-hmm. parents are able to network and if you as a parent you find yourself in in an environment where you'll be able to benefit off of you know these other rich parents or these well-to-do parents then i think you should take the opportunity you understand yeah i get you but charlie i think that there's a prerequisite to her tweet which is an average earner you know what an average earner is in ghana i think how how much some of these schools schools that's why i said that that's why i said that an expect an average earner can still send their child to like a reasonably expensive school but if it's like a stupid expensive not stupid but like a ridiculously like expensive school <laughs> then that's different you understand Bec- yeah. and then again to maybe i'm thinking of an average in uh back not back in those days but like now what is an average and it's very hard to determine because in in ghana like maybe five thousand maybe average maybe thousand maybe average like we really don't have those like serious statistics we just have statistics of sorry statistics am i saying the right way you will get what i mean we this have this <laughs> yeah, the stats of like people around us we don't have the stats of everybody in the country do you understand yeah, to make like yeah. a determined thing like i guess we all believe our stats are like legit but we truly that's just our circle around us we don't know like what the average earner is do you understand yeah true I guess I can ask another question based on this discussion we're having. What each of us experiences were in um, secondary school? What was it? Trash. Uh, it was trash. trash. Yeah. Like, I have, can you, can you I have, go a bit to detail? Please. Let me, tell one thing I always, <laughs> let me tell you one thing I always tell people, right, about my high school experience. Like, I'm, I didn't enjoy it as much. But then I'm grateful for the experience I had. But then one thing that I'll never let go of, and I always tell people, and I don't think I've told you, Kumo, like when I was in, like I think my last year, the my my one of the one of the big people in this. When I mean big people, like they had a big position. I don't want to say who because, like, if my friends are listening, <laughs> you know who I'm saying. But okay. you know what I'm talking about. One of the like important people in us in terms of like administration called me and told me that. I'm obviously one of the first few people who have incited like ISIS or kind of brought up ISIS in the school because I was trying to, you know, defend my religion in the school. And that should just tell you how my experience in high school was. Yeah. Wow. There's somebody who I've respected a lot and the person told me, yeah, like, you know, based off of the things I'm seeing, I'm trying to incite ISIS. Whatever. That's a bit wild. Yeah, it is that's wild. Like, you know, that's Islamophobia, man. Like yeah. what? what? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It was just it was just a crazy thing. Obviously, like I'm not saying like I hate this person or anything. It was just like somebody of that you regarded in high like you had in high regard regard yeah. basically just like giving you another side to that person and that's not good. Exactly. 
So that is trash. You people, no matter the school you go to, you can still have trash experiences. And that's exactly what I was saying at the beginning. Yeah. But guys, please, if you ask me, I went to Holy Child. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a lie, but we are not going to we are not going to push that. <laughs> we are not going to push that. We are not going to push that. But hey, um, <laughs> for me, my experience was I don't know. It was a mix of everything. Um, I went to a boys' school. Yeah. So I guess that the experience of a family in terms of all boys was kind of like cool to me in a way yeah. um, i grew up with three sisters and all that so the boy fraternity was kind of cool for me but all in all it was it was good Trash. and bad yeah it was good and bad the, way, the bad side the bad side was very annoying because like when you think back of some of the things that seniors would do to you yeah oh my goodness i had a senior hit me a senior hit me in my school in my school like seniors are supposed to touch student like juniors like she literally smacked me across my back like i'll never forget look i think the thing about high school is like obviously like high school is good and bad sometimes more bad than good but i think like you have to admit that it shapes you like high school shapes you like no matter oh, yeah, definitely definitely it gives it gives you certain experiences that you, you count on you cannot outright trash them out fully but then nah. like, I, I hope that it's changed because i remember like going back to so one of my little cousins went back to my school and i remember going back and like they had all these rules on like people not touching anyone and i was like oh okay the rules are actually yeah. changed because, like, child, the rules that, have changed yeah, yeah. Out <laughs> <laughs> look at you liar but yeah um yeah i went to Accra academy anyway um i <laughs> all in all charlie the experiences weren't really that good but it, sh- it really shaped you it really shaped you into contributed into like the kind of person you sort of became me i like the boys the boys fraternity and it was it was cool even though there were some bad sides and everything so if our guests are listening the reason why we are talking about high school experiences and i like the fact that maya pointed out one significant event that came off it's because of issues that are trending in our news lately um of one school deciding not to take someone so the person have been admitted but then they decided not to enroll the person because of their hair and it has sparked a lot of I don't know, um, outreach on both sides. We've had people commenting, PTA. Um, we've had old school students come to give their take on that and that Atimota had rules. And it has further spilled over into another um, issue where I think one of the Rastafarian boys' sisters who enrolled in one of schools, I think St. John's Grammar, and were already going to classes, had to be taken out of the school because people started to incite some kind of um, rhetoric that they also have to take their hair off it's gone back and forth that people are planning to seal and all of that we are not going to touch on the legal aspect on that we are going to do that in another episode with a, a very special guest like generally maya what has been your take on this issue like going back and forth with everybody talking their minds what's your general it's a mess it's a mess it's a mess it's a whole mess (laughs) it's a mess and i think for me the thing is 
I, I again i'll reserve my comments for like majority of my comments for you know the next episode with our special guest but i think for me it's just we all need to like take a step back and like really understand what is going on it's very easy to speak from a place of emotion and i think that's what a lot of us are doing based off of our high school experiences so because of that it's bringing up like different issues which i believe should be addressed but not in light of the situation because we you guys we all know how like Ghanaian adults are the more we bring things the more they will try and resist 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 so let's try and focus on like the issue at hand so we'll be able to like you know get the best you know i don't know is it the justice for yeah. these two yeah. boys the yeah, best, the outcome. best outcome for these two boys basically yeah. i just really hope that they would be fine but you know, speaking of like, you know, not them not being allowed to go into the school because of their hair, their, the level of their hair. I was thinking about this, like just being um, a devil's advocate. Then why is it that we allow like some schools to do entrance exams and if you can't make like a high cutoff point, then you can't get in? Like, are you saying that because um, I don't meet your standard, I cannot get in? Like, I think that's for me, that's how I see the cut hair like because i don't meet your standard i can't get in and then the point is where does the standard become unfair because just because i am not as intelligent as you want the students in your school to be it doesn't mean i shouldn't be allowed to come in you understand so now we have to look about uh, this from like a different point where so many schools have different standards and different policies as what at what point do each policies become unfair and if we are trying to say we are going to make a lot of policies unfair where is the where do we where does it start and where does it end are we going to allow for floodgates to come in like there's so many things that pop up with this thing but it's an interesting you know debate and i'm very interested to see how it would progress in the next like few weeks or next few months yeah so for you um i guess most of and because I am also um, on this, we know that most of, we've discussed, me and you have had like private discussions about this, and I know most of your takes will come from a legal perspective. But um, taking the initial issue that you said, I'm sure that per your rules in your high school, um, probably um, Muslims were allowed to do, to be free and do whatever they wanted to do, right? But yeah, to an extent, yeah. Yeah, to an extent. But you realize that with the statement you made in terms of the ISIS issue, yeah. you realize that this there's this individual who you revere, but at that point had personal sentiments probably towards your religion. That is why I don't he think was I don't think the person had personal sentiments towards okay. like my religion. I just felt like because of the I don't know, it's when you are in um, a place where a particular religion is the majority, it's very hard for people to consider the minority because they will mostly be looking towards like considering like the feelings or considering the perspectives of the majority, which makes sense. But the thing for me is that if the school or if the institution is not a straight Christian school or Muslim school or Buddhist school, you need to consider everybody 
and my school was very was all about inclusivity when it came to like you being an african they always used to talk about pan-africanism they always used to make sure that inclusivity was in the center or in the middle of whatever we're doing so for me i just felt like it felt a little bit some way that somebody who was always preaching inclusivity was not making my religion inclusive but i don't think i'm not going to just assume that he had like sentiments towards my religion i just felt as though at that point in time the person was just not inclusive enough okay okay all right so let me rephrase my talking about inclusivity and personal sentiments let's talk about this particular issue maybe before we wrap up on the episode there's been one major force um in this issue for some reason all of these things coming up as one major force for the lgbtq issue which we will discuss maybe in an episode we've had four i'm winning being the um, avenger extraordinaire in this issue and <laughs> for some reason in this issue we've had mr angel Kabonu, who has been a very big force in trying to be a defender for essentially achimota and um, most of his statements sort of come from personal sentiments where um, people have come asked him why for, for some years in Achimota, why people have been allowed to keep their hair for no whatever reason. But yeah. then when it comes to um, Africans or black people, there always has to be a reason why they cannot keep their hair. Or for people who have even kept their hair, they've had to... Um, either go through loops or do one or two things or bring doctor's reports or whatever to keep their hair. But for them, for white people, it's it's okay. Like, we don't frown on that. This has brought the whole issue of, like, discrimination based on color and everything. And there's been, like, a statement in 2015 where he defended white people as being ugly if they cut their hair. And then, like, countering back on the recent statement saying that Rastafarians cannot keep their hair. I want to know your sentiments about that. We are whether people who are commenting about discrimination are being sentimental or they are actually speaking to the facts of the issue. I mean, I think it's half half. Like I don't even know how to and that's why like I don't want to speak too much on it because this will give away like everything we're going to talk about in the next episode. But I don't think it's discrimination. I I, I don't think it's discrimination to, like fully and I don't think it's sentimental fully because we, we all had like that one half cast classmate. I'm sure we all had that one half cast classmate or that one like Asian classmate or that one like, you know, Caucasian classmate that was not allowed to like cut their hair or were allowed to bring like a particular lunch to school where all of us were not allowed. Like so many things. But for me, speaking from like my experience i feel like a lot of Ghanaian adults like really 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 like to please white people or like caucasian people or asian people i don't know if you realize like most of the teachers used to like go above and beyond i don't know if our term that's as fully discriminatory i don't know just yet but i just feel as though like a lot of like well, when I was young, a lot of Ghanaian adults like used to like really, 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 really want to please like white people. Even when white people come to visit my school, like it was a big deal, which didn't make sense. So I don't know. I really don't know. I just feel like we just need to be careful about what we term as discrim- discrimination. Like we just really need to be careful about what we term as discrimination. Like we can be very sentimental when it comes to these things, but at the end of the day, 
you don't want to be sentimental and blind yourself to the fact that laws are laws and laws are there for a reason there is a strict definition of discrimination yes it keeps on evolving as the times change but as a lay person or just like an ordinary person you even though you have your sentiments you don't want your sentiments to cloud you from what is the law unless you feel as though the law is wrong and you want to change it then go ahead like i'm all for it if that makes sense so for me half half yeah yeah okay so a lot of our listeners who listen to us know that maya is a lawyer and um she would speak from the law because that's her first point of um, well, let me tell you. Profession. At first, I was I used to speak from sentiments, but one day my teacher said that as a lawyer, <laughs> you should not be speaking like the way others are speaking. Like you, you can speak with like you can criticize the law, but don't speak from a place of like sentiments because at the end of the day, you should know the law better than anybody else. So you should be careful how you speak, you know, I, I, to protect I, your profession. And I was like, oh, what an insult! <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I want you to be sentimental. I think that you people, you don't have feelings. So I, I saw know. that. I saw that tweet. I, yeah, I didn't remind you. I was like, I'm not going to even mind you. Because some of the issues there, uh, <laughs> sometimes I sit down, I'm like, ah, Charlie, this is how it's, I get it, sentimental and everything. But you see a lawyer like face plain, like straight face, quoting that, I'm like, yo, brah, like, give me a break. <laughs> but... <laughs> but I get I get where you guys come from. I, I think that I, I can appreciate that to some extent, especially because you cannot really settle most of these issues um with, with feelings. Or, yeah, with feelings or from the court yeah. of public opinion. Yeah. Real ad, real advocacy would be implemented or will be realized when it's taken to the law courts. But yeah. as you said, we are not going to delve much into that because we are saving that for the next episode. Yeah. But then, for me, I think that the issues really go beyond her, honestly. And this like, my take on this issue. Like, since the beginning of the year, we've seen unjust treatments towards minorities. We've seen Ghanaians go up and arm against minorities in the country. And it seems to me that we are not really a democracy. It's like we are practicing theocracy like like our our government is based on a theocracy which yeah. which is it, it, it which isn't what is in the constitution if I'm, I'm not wrong like we sort of base too much emphasis on what christian leaders say yeah and it's not only religiously that's the shocking it's not only religiously it's christian leaders <laughs> yeah. okay, i'm not saying anything because i don't want to come and say that i'm speaking from a place of but I just think a lot of religious leaders like have weight in this um, what's the name in this country, yeah, and it's yes. very very shocking. It's so very shocking. shocking. It's not even this. It's not even this. Like even when it came to COVID, and when it came to like so many things, the last two years you've seen how much religious leaders like have sway, and exactly. even when like a religious leader is engaged in a scandal, how very quickly it's buried, or how like you no. Know, it's shocking. The questions are they like they don't face like maybe a lot or any repercussions. And oh, yeah. I I get it. Like Ghana is very like from like from our constitution's preamble. Like we really really believe 
in a higher being like we believe there is a higher being like if you guys haven't read that constitution preamble just google ghana's constitution preamble and you realize why like our religious leaders like are very important like we believe there's a higher being whether the higher being is christianity muslim traditional african religion we believe there is a higher being and so it's very annoying sometimes that like these representatives or these like you know people of higher beings are just not being held accountable it's, it's wrong it's wrong it's yeah. wrong it's bad and i think that that's see <laughs> this maybe might be my biggest english ever i've used on this episode i think that <laughs> theocracy and religious fundamentalism come on <laughs> is, <laughs> is really our being to development in this country it's so shocking and the thing is that when we say religious, when I even say religious fundamentalism, like it would even be fair if I'm applying it to like all religions. But it's not all religions. It's typically Christian religion. The police like, I did not speak. Oh. oh, me, I can see speaking to your issue about people not being punished. Listen, there was this issue last four years about Otago, blah blah blah. Look at what he said in his church. He's walking free. Nobody is minding him. But that's another issue for another day. I'm just saying that. We give too much weight to Christian people in terms of national decision making. I'm not saying that they shouldn't weigh in, but it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't have so much weight. And even in our educational sector, I said on Twitter and some people came for me, I was like, you know what? Government schools were, 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 were nationalized immediately after independence. This is a long time ago. This is almost 60 plus years ago. Nkrumah had a whole vision where he had to nationalize every single school that was a mission school under government funding because we had a way to build, we wanted to build a national identity and all of that. Fair enough. But since then, religion hasn't contributed that much financial weight to be carrying all of this power around feeling like they are invincible. And that's, 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 that's what worries me today is LGBT tomorrow it might be somebody else who is a minority and just like clockwork this is happening to another minority religious group which are rastafarians this issue goes beyond here because this rastafarian issue is not the first issue of discrimination against minorities just last year people were not allowed to write their exams unless they took off their hijab i mean how <laughs> huh. i mean how Education that's supposed to be a fundamental right for everybody, you want to bring in a religious something that you don't like. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. Como is, como is in his feelings, eh? Let's, yeah, let's, and let's that's why, him. See, and that's why I feel like this issue, well, apart from the law, should we should look at it beyond that because it's it's a big issue that we need to resolve. I think it's I think it's very easy to say look beyond the law, but in order for the in order for us, no, I'm not saying look beyond the law. I'm just saying that we need to have a conversation in terms of what we are trying to. Now, the law they can go to the law court, but morally, we claim to be a morally upright state, Mm. but we need to have conversations about some of these things. We need to look beyond you. Like sometimes it's just about humanity. Honestly, it's really just about humanity. Because the the people who see me, I'm I'm Anglican. I'm born Anglican. Christians claim they are always being oppressed. 
we were on Twitter when someone went to preach in Chotro uh, and they, they didn't allow the person to preach because of COVID restrictions and all of that. And the person claimed that they were oppressing them, quoting the Bible and all of that. But do you look at what your people are doing to somebody else? This is oppression. Hmm. The most they, they've oppressed people into Christianity. Nobody has complained about it. But the moment one finger, then it's oppression. But yeah, probably I'm being sentimental about this. <sighs> I'm not going to push ah, because it's shocking. Like ah, hair. How the hair is part of his identity as hmm. a Rastafari, so he cannot take it out. You understand? It's it's some way. And then somebody will come and sit on radio and say that if you have your hair, go and, and do your Rastafarian school. What is that? Is this what we are trying to push? Is this the rhetoric we are trying to push? And then you come and say, tomorrow somebody will come and say, I'm a man, I'm a woman. It's just that we don't want to accept change. And you mm. want to, and it, it makes me it makes me kind of some way about taking this thing to court. Because as you have said, I'm quoting you, I'm paraphrasing. Have you seen our people on the court? Have you seen them? <laughs> like, like they are very conservative. They are very conservative. This decision might even be against us unanimously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We for be serious in this country with certain things, you know? Bruh, we need to change. We need some serious, serious change in our mindsets. And the way we do our things, honestly. Because, Charlie, <laughs> when these discussions come up, sometimes we hear the... And it's like these adults, they can't think, oh, they are very smart people. No, <laughs> like, oh, see, they are just refusing to accept. Like, deep down, they know that this is it. But they are not going to, like, listen to you. Um, closing remarks, Maya. Guys... Please let's all just remain calm. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you're a lawyer, so if you talk now, you, you should remain calm. We should remain calm. Let's oh, we are calm. calm. As far as we are calm, we are But calm. I think we should. I think we should. For me, we should continue the conversation because, I mean, not that I'm saying that things will not change anytime soon, but it's very nice to see, like you know, people, you know trying to continue the conversation but for me i feel like we need to start moving the conversation away from like social media and Mm -hmm. into like media like you know the media channels because we see that the media channels are heavily heavily populated with adults or like people above like a certain age and because of that there's only going to be one way of thinking throughout such that like other ways of thinking are not going to be like head so guys if we can phone into radio stations because like a lot of adults do so why can't we they use phone into radio stations like like phone into like um, tv shows like try and reach out yes we can do our best as podcasts like you know trying to open or you know have the conversation but podcasting is not the main you know media outlets in ghana it's tvs and radio stations especially radio stations like so guys please phone into radio stations let people um hear your voices let people hear your opinions and i feel as though that would even redirect the conversation yeah so that's my final um that point that you made is actually a very big point in terms of like moving advocacy from the social media to 
other places that it needs to get to <clears throat> yeah so um i guess that's about it for today um yeah so thanks to everyone who has been listening to us so far the feedback has been incredible we thank you for listening we thank oh, you for thank you guys you, you people yeah. if if you like what you are here send us money and some of us we are suffering eh? <laughs> <laughs> we are suffering Komo is not suffering but me my i'm suffering okay <laughs> send me something dm you guys my handle is pumaya underscore dm me and tell me that oh my today there i'll i'll buy you lunch and my bread beautiful <laughs> with public yeah. service announcement please this is not e-begging before people come for my head <laughs> this is somebody said that you should stop you should stop e-begging like it's not good if i'm just saying that eh, i'm suffering eh, make me feel like a baby girl once never thank you very much <laughs> okay yeah so this is a public service announcement by maya and yeah come on you don't want some of the lunch charlie I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> me, when you see me, just show me love, man. Like, I mean, it's it's because of you guys that we do what we do. It's yeah, it's, like on every Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been an amazing. It's always been amazing recording with Maya, and um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amishika, the host of Sex Insanity. Sex Insanity is a sex-positive podcast that focuses on educating and promoting sexual literacy. On every episode, we share real-life experiences about various sex and sexual health-related topics while dishing out tips to help you make the most of your sex life. You would definitely love us. You can find Sex Insanity on all podcast players or listen directly on listen to gcr.com. Check us out and have a great time listening. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. I go go self come go. Who be you go where you was? Again again man blue. You still the hate it do okay. I'm here to last, not to carry last. Manifest the God with a funny laugh. Bad man tin till I retire. Tell a low life, make you reach higher. Know they hear when they talk child. No see my style, make them hostile. Up five nil before halftime. Tell a bench player, make it bench. I don't have time. Tell them. I go go self, I'm good.